Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on today's show. We've got a lot to discuss as TJ Power commits to play basketball for Duke University, and we're going to get a full breakdown of it from our man, Jason Jordan, the director of college basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Lockdown Blue Devils, a daily podcast each and every day talking all things in the life of Duke athletics. It's week two of the Duke football season, but you know Duke basketball never stops, and we're talking about it. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. As we move forward, make sure that you follow and subscribe to Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts and uh, make sure you like and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Your support means the world. Let's now welcome in my good buddy, Jason Jordan. Our weekly chats continue, and it's always <laughs> fun when we've got a commitment breakdown. And uh, here we go, Jason, the big news. TJ Power is the fifth member of the class of 2023 for Duke. Yeah, man, that's that's huge. That's huge. It really solidifies their spot. I mean, they were, they were the number one class anyway in 2023. I guess we never heard that before even, you know. <laughs> John Shire back-to-back number one classes. I, you know, I, 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 ugh, is somebody gonna catch them? Uh, I don't know. I not based off my back channel conversations about who could go where. I don't, I don't think they're gonna be uh, caught. But you know, stranger things have happened. But for now, they're number one, and uh, it's pretty amazing the class that they put together. TJ Power is the latest commitment. We talked about him a few weeks ago when he cut his list down to five, and Duke was one of the five along with North Carolina, Virginia, Boston College, Iowa, the five schools in the mix for power. Here he is making the commitment last night saying, I'm going to join the Brotherhood and play for Duke University. There's a video posted by Sports Illustrated with TJ holding the phone, shouting out you, Jason, and talking about uh, walking through his decision and that sort of thing. So we want people to go check out that work, but we got to talk about this a little bit. I mean, what, yeah. How did we get here? How did we get to TJ Power deciding, you know what, I do want to join the Brotherhood? You know, I, I definitely don't. You know, when we did the story on him uh, last month, I know that he wasn't uh, sure, right? Like, you know, sometimes you get the drift. Sometimes guys say, I'm not sure, but they kind of know. And they then maybe they just want to take a couple more visits. I, I He genuinely didn't know, you know, this time last month. But um, he said what really – sold him and he talks about it in the blog is it was the visit you know and that's often the case um just being there he said it it was so hard not to commit on the visit he had to make himself not commit on the visit um and i you know i respect that he went back and went on a couple family trips and you know cleared his head and he said when he came back after that he really dialed stepped back from recruiting didn't do a lot of interviews uh didn't didn't really think about it put it off to the side. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later when he, when it came back to him, he felt like the, the feeling was stronger that he wanted to go to Duke. And um, he knew then that, you know, that's where he belonged. And so he was ready to make the call. I always appreciate your expertise and insight. I mean, you've been doing this for years and years and years, and you've seen so many different recruiting classes come together and that sort yeah. of thing. So uh, to hear kind of behind the scenes of how visits come together how coaches factor into it, both at the AAU, the high school level, the college level. It's so fascinating. So in your experience, 
how frequent do you hear something like that with what TJ Power was saying that I was so tempted to yeah. commit on the official visit? How frequently does someone say that? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's quite often, <laughs> that, especially, especially in Durham. If I'm right. being very honest, people don't, don't like to hear that, but it's true. But to be fair, I hear that on a lot of blue blood offers, blue blood official visits for sure. Um, and you know, because they have a red carpet out, you know, the carpet, you know, they roll out for those guys like TJ. And um, you know, I think the the biggest thing is that he really connected with John Shire, right? He he talked about their bond and their uh the his relatability and how easy he is to talk to and how much he really sold him on uh you know joining that group that special group that they're putting together and you know the possibilities of what could get done in year two and you know he was all in um a lot of interchangeable parts in that in that class and i feel like he he knew that he could mesh well with those guys i mean i think they're already talking on group chats they're um you know, they, they had been, I know Caleb and Jared were all in and uh, uh, Big Mac was in for him and everything like that. So, you know, they've been on him anyway, but, you know, I think he feels like there, there are so many interchangeable parts in that class um, and he feels like they all mesh well together. So, you know, it was really, you know, at the end of the day, it became a no brainer. I won't say that it was a no brainer, like with all the other great options he had, but you know, I think it was one of those things in hindsight, man, you know, that's the drift I got from him. Like it was tough, but this is where I'm supposed to go. And, you know, that's what he, uh, that's, that was basically his basic message. We've now got five commits in the class of 2023 yeah. for Duke. It's a really loaded class. The number one right. class in the country, again, a class that had Tyrese Proctor initially. So they've had this yeah. number five before he reclasses to join the team now. And you've got this open spot. TJ Power now occupies that spot. Kind of yeah. break down Power's game again. I mean, if folks are just now learning of him because yeah. he did officially commit to Duke, uh, how do you describe his game? Well, you know, he's – man, I, I said this before, um, but it's I think it's he, – he might even be a little bit more shifty uh, on the wing, but he really reminds me of Kyle Singler. Like he okay. really – Kyle Singler, Mike Dunleavy um, as a playmaker – um, he's about six eight, six nine, um, but he handles the ball like a guard. And I think where he's at his best is his ability to create on the wing, create and pull up. You have to respect his uh, perimeter jump shot off the creation. So a lot of guys create out there and they go by you. Well, TJ, you know, is deadly from the three point line. And this summer, I think he shot right at forty percent for BABC on the Nike EYBL. And so everyone knows about his July um, in Kansas City. He averaged like 24, 8, and 3. Offensive MVP of the fourth and final session of the Nike EYBL. Then he goes to Peach Jam, the biggest tournament on planet Earth in the summer. <laughs> and he wins defensive MVP there. Um, and so, you know, after that, the that's when everything really started rolling for him. And, you know, he talks about, he talked to me about how there was a really a click that happened in Kansas City where he was had, he was having a really good summer. Um, but then something clicked in one of his big games, I believe it was a 33 point game. And there's been a mental shift that has gotten him to the point of um, out of this world confidence on the court. This is his words. Um, you know, he has this confidence, this clicking mentality that he said. I'm And since that game, I haven't come back down from that mentality. And, you know, that was impressive to hear. That's something I, I don't usually hear from uh, high school seniors. Um, but 
he said, you know, that's the thing that's really making him go. And he's just at another level mentally now. And, um, you know, he's been impressive all summer, but um, I think his ability to create on the, on the wing, but he, you know, not, but because you have to push up on his three point shot, you know, he's going by you too. He scores well in the mid range. He's good at stopping and pulling up and he's going to get to the rack too. So at, at his size, oh, he's, he's super dangerous. I think his best basketball is ahead of him. And in that class, I just think uh, he's just set up to be a star in that class because of all of the boxes he checks off, all of the things that he can do on the court. Um, I think he's going to be a star in that class of stars. Yeah, no doubt Which about it. Which is saying it. a lot right. because that class is, what my goodness, all of those yeah. guys are stars for real. Yeah, I can't wait to see how it all comes together and, you know, yeah. the pieces that could still be in Durham out of this 2022 class and you start to think yeah. about rosters for Duke basketball. It just gets to be fun. And I want to talk yeah. a little bit more about TJ Power's game and this class as a whole after our first time out here on today's program. You're listening to Locked On Blue Devils here today. I'm J.J. Jackson and working with Jason Jordan, the director of college basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated. I want to let you know about our partners at Upside. From cringing at the pump to the eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, and it really hurts, and that's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or eats out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. To get started, download the free Upside app, use my promo code LOCKED, and get $5 or more cash back with your first purchase of 10 or more. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. Check out this amazing app called Upside. Welcome back into today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, J.J. Jackson alongside Jason Jordan. A lot of Jays going on when JJ's <laughs> talking with Jason Jordan and yeah, uh, talking about Jays. TJ Powers got a J of himself. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the outside shot a little bit. The yeah. other thing that I keep reading, everyone wants to point out the fact that this guy is ambidextrous, Jason. Yeah. What can that do for a basketball player when evaluating him? And, and truly, left-handed, right-handed, talk yeah. to us a little bit about the versatility that TJ brings. Well, it just means he can adjust in any given situation, meaning if you cut off his left hand, he's going to be just as strong with his right. And that is how he plays. Like he can go to the left and finish with the left just as well as he can with the right. And that does make him more dangerous. I mean, there are guys, you know, I, the first one that comes to mind is Kyrie Irving. Not that they're the same player, but right. in that regard, Kyrie finishes up. Some people feel like Kyrie finishes with his left better than his right. right. Um, you know, <laughs> anybody's guess when it's Kyrie Irving, but. You know, that is definitely a weapon because it, it's tough for most guys know on the defensive end, you know, rule of thumb is to push your defender a certain way. You, sir, you're supposed to push him. This is textbook, you know, kindergarten basketball here. Push your defender to his weaker hand. Well, when you got a guy who doesn't have a weaker hand, that makes him on the most basic level is going to make him more dangerous. So, you know, and then at his size and at his skill level, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that. That adds an element for sure. And also a top Major League Baseball pitching prospect. Yeah. I mean, we're learning more and more about TJ Power. This guy just seems to be amazing. Yeah, he told, he told, and I asked him straight up, hey, are you going to try and play baseball at Duke? 
he said, yeah, that's the plan. He's going to try wow. and um, play he said it. He, he said he was going to try and play baseball at Duke, too. And, you know, just going to take advantage of the opportunities is what he said. So, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously ba- basketball is his one, two, three, four, five focus. But I think I think, you know, when that's over, I think you'll probably see him on on the diamond for sure. Yeah. Coach Pollard and the Duke baseball staff going to be yeah. thrilled about that for sure. So. We're talking about the star-studded class for Duke. I mean, we yeah. broke it down when it was just four commitments, and you're telling me how much uh, you absolutely love the game of McKenzie and Baco and how NBA yeah. people are like, that's the one. And it's not just McKenzie now. I mean, this class, top to bottom, yeah. is absolutely sensational. Oh, man. it's Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really a pick-your-poison. I mean, you got McKenzie. Obviously, you have to start there. He's the highest-ranked guy. Um, but – and he's a guy who just big, strong, does everything. I mean, everything. He's he's he and TJ are about you know the same height. I think TJ might have him by like a half a centimeter, but you know they're similar players too. McKenzie's um, probably a little more athletic, but um, they they're similar in the way they approach things. TJ probably can stroke it a little better. Uh, McKenzie's probably more athletic, more physical. You know, Sean Stewart is a guy who people don't who probably people talk about the least in this class, but uh, which is wild, you know, but that's the <laughs> the gift and the curse of a strong class, right? Somebody's going to get the love. Somebody's sure. going to get a little bit less ink. And Sean Stewart's probably the guy in the class who gets the, the, the you know, the smallest amount of ink. But, uh, I mean, he's super skilled. He dominated this summer, too. I mean, it's almost like you had a prerequisite to be a Duke in 23 is to dominate the EYBL <laughs> because, you know, I mean, he's he's six eight six nine all everything forward, um, very versatile, very uh, athletic. He's going to get the wild play. He's going to get Cameron jumping with the dunks. But, you know, he's a tenacious defender as well, um, a guy who really bodies up, plays great defense, great rebounder. Caleb Foster went nuts this summer. People didn't talk about that enough. You know, we wrote a story about how he was very much underrated, still is, I think. Uh, probably, oof, he's probably he, – maybe the best scoring point guard in the class, maybe in the country. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's averaging 30 points a game at Kansas City, fourth and final stop, Nike YBL. He and TJ Power had a game for the ages right. at Peach Jam. Both of them had 30 apiece. And, uh, you know, that really grew their bond and started their relationship to grow. Um, so, you know, he's another. And then you got Jared McCain, Mr. Popularity. You know, I mean, who dominated the EYBL too for Team Why Not? Six four, six five, um, sharp shooter, but a, an amazing creator, playmaker extraordinaire, super athletic, gets to the rim at will, knocks down the shot, perimeter jump shot efficiently, and he's really good in the mid range as well. So, I mean, to say that they're going to have snipers and weapons on, at every point on that court would be an understatement it's scary that that's this is one of the best classes i've seen in a while i can't wait to see it all come together what a star-studded class of 2023 it is for duke and again last night tj power announcing his decision to join the brotherhood at sports illustrated with my man jason jordan we've got tj power this is why i committed to duke he put a blog out there and on Twitter, you pulled out a quote, Jason, that I absolutely love yeah, from TJ saying, quote, people speculated over the roster at Duke and how it has all this talent and if it would deter me. But for me, it's like, who do you think I am? <laughs> I can hoop too. 
Man. Loved it. When he said it, I got a rush. I was like, man, I love <laughs> you just love a confident player. And it, and the the last part of that quote is that when he said, I don't have to take a back seat to anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? He said that's in the blog, right? So, but I think he his point was that all these guys, we're all on the same level. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? And I and I love that. I love that. Love a confident player, man. And um, I think, you know, what he also said in that, just to bring context to it, was that the mindset of that class, and, and I agree with him because I've watched these guys for years, is that they all of them love to share the ball. Like they all want to make the extra pass, the no-look pass at the end after four passes and finish with a dunk and all Luke flying chest bumps. And whoever do, whoever finishes the play, it doesn't matter because we all played as a team. No, that's how that group is. Like Caleb's like that, Jared's like that, Sean's definitely like that, Big Mac is like that as well. And TJ's a, you know, system guy, all stars within the system. They can be all stars on their own, but they're buying into the system. They really buy into this whole brotherhood uh, that Duke has been preaching for years. And so they really take that stuff to heart. Uh, every every commit that commits to Duke talks about the brotherhood and their, how um, privileged they feel to be a part of the brotherhood. Uh, we know Duke probably has the best uh commitment video when they do the another one with jay billis yeah. <laughs> people will hate me for saying that but i i mean kentucky's is good too but i'm sorry dukes is, dukes is tough man and Kyrie ending it at the end with the head shake i mean you know shout out to them and it's like duke gets this um this rep for elitism whatever you yeah. want to call it it's been yeah. i mean you just look at the track record all the guys yeah. We're talking about finishes at the rim, and the first person you bring up is Kyrie. And yeah. that wasn't just because he's a Duke guy. It was just yeah. like, I'm talking ball, and yeah. oh, yeah, Kyrie is a Duke guy. And the brotherhood is so interesting to me, talking about this quote from TJ Power, because it's like all of these guys are alphas yeah. at the end of the day. Like, I can hoop too is probably what they're all preaching, and yet yeah. they want to come and play together still. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it really, it, it's really – it's telling about the type of player that they are because the reality is none of those guys are going to average 20, none of them, not, not, and they can go anywhere and average 20, you know, at a lesser right. with, you know, I won't say a lesser school, but a school that doesn't have as much talent in the class, but they're all cool with averaging 10 to 14 right. a game. You know what I'm saying? And um, because they, 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 they're really buying into the greater goal. They want to be like the first national title, maybe the second, Oh, they're hoping the second national title class for John Shire. And um, yeah, man, it's telling. Now that is telling about John Shire as a salesman, not just John Shire, but Chris Carwell, a shout out to him. Um, Emil Jefferson. And who am I leaving out? But they're going to be so mad at me. Jay Lucas, our new guy. Uh, oh, Jay Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's really a testament to those guys and how well they're able to sell guys on hey man forget that 20 22 a game we know you can do that but come here and average 10 right it's like wait what <laughs> did you just <laughs> did you do some type of voodoo on me because right. i'm not into this you know what i'm saying um but you know that that you know that is you know that is quite the salesman and you know i mean but what they're selling is easy to you know it's easy to understand why you want to buy that so this is where I got to put you on the spot. Again, yeah. we're talking about this recruiting class. Now five members of this class in 2023, yeah. five in the class of 2022. 
just looking at recruiting, what, did, did John Shire outdo his first class? Is this one greater if we Ooh. had a five-on-five game between our current Ooh. freshmen and Whitehead and Lively, Filipowski, Jaden Shoot, all those guys versus Mark Mitchell versus the five guys Ooh. we're talking about here? How do you stack them up? That's rough, man. That's rough. I, I, ooh, man. A good problem for Coach Shire to have. You know I what? Love to watch that game, <laughs> a great man. problem. I don't know. I think the trees might give them problems. I mean, I think uh, Mac and Sean will push him off a little bit, but uh, Mark is a dog. You know, I, I think very highly yeah. of Mark. Um, and Mark, Kyle, Derek. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna. Ooh, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'll give the nod to the older guys. I'll give okay. a nod to the older guys just because the trees, the two seven footers, are down there. Um, that's tough to contend with. But I'm gonna say quadruple overtime. Tip in, <laughs> Derek Lively. <laughs> yeah. the, Derek the, Lively tip in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shooting from the class of 2023 yeah. might be the great equalizer, though. It could. Well, you know, Derek's hurt, so maybe we, get, you know, we got to factor <laughs> that in. So maybe, they, maybe they lost. Maybe they lost in the triple overtime. Right. Triple overtime. Either way, well, great problem for John Shire, man. Not, I mean, no kidding. No people kidding. are now, gonna be mad, mad, mad. But I mean, you know. I know John for a long time. This maybe is his best performance on or off the court. It's never been done before. I mean, yeah, what, what, I who's, mean who's a coach yeah. walking into a job that's done something like this? That's crazy. That's crazy. It yeah, can't. I mean, wild. and here's the thing. Wow. Now that 2023 is here, who knows? I mean, I would assume this class is done, right? Yeah. I would assume. there. We've talked Stoyakovich in the past before, but yeah. power kind of fills that role. I would assume this class is done. So now you just move on to the class of 2024. Over the next yeah. few weeks, we're going to have to keep talking about Trenton Flowers and yeah. Nas Cunningham, some of those yeah. other guys that I'm sure Duke's going to be in Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And it's a momentum thing. Like, to be clear, you know, uh, this this helps the 24. I know that you, you close your ears, Duke haters, but this, this it's a wave. Recruiting is definitely a wave, and kids ride that wave. Yeah. So 2022, if you think that the 2022 class didn't influence the 23 guys, then you're, you're sadly mistaken. I assure you that – they all wanted to be the number one class, and that's why they joined forces. And, you know, I, let's, I'm just telling you, it, right. I, I, the momentum tends to last for a little bit. So it's and just we, Duke's run right now, clearly. We mentioned the Another One video that gets released by Crazy, Duke man. MBB on Twitter and all the guys yeah. that are kind of featured in it. Like, let's just yeah. – how far away are we now? It's crazy to think about we're now so far removed from Zion's class. Yeah. that those guys really wouldn't even be in college if they stayed all four years. And Zion's class was so far removed from the likes of Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram and all those other great stars that Duke's had in this one and done era. Yeah, it's wild, man. And then their stars are, you know, shining on the on the biggest stage which yep. is where everybody wants to get to. And so I, I always hear, maybe TJ was talking about, the, you know, he patterns his game after Jason Tatum and, you know, uh, McKenzie, before he committed, he was like, oh, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, you know, because he's – they, they talk about the biggest stars in the NBA and Jay right. Tate, Kyrie Irving, Diane Williams. I mean, come on, you know, yes. it's free marketing. Right. And those guys are always wearing Duke gear and shouting out Duke and, you know, stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's an impressive run, man. And, yeah. you know, they're using all their resources. So, you know, shout out to them for that. I just want to end with a little bit of more messaging to the Duke haters out there, Jason. Is this <laughs> the part where I remind them that five guys were also just drafted 
about to be rookies in the league and the number one overall pick. Let them live, man. Let them live. They're having a a bad week, man. Let them live, man. Let them live. (laughs) Uh, Jason, the time is always greatly appreciated. It's a joy to have you on the program. Plug your work one more time, and where can people find more content on TJ Power? Yeah, SI.com. Go read uh, TJ Power's blog. This is why I chose Duke. Very in-depth. He went very in-depth. Very, You know, he definitely reached for this. You know, he definitely reached uh, deeper than a lot of my bloggers have on their commitment blog. So I was very impressed with his blog. Um, and so SI.com, College Basketball, I'm there all the time. Uh, Jason Jordan SI on Twitter. Jason C. Jordan on Instagram. Come check me out. It's been a lot of fun. Thank Always you. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Jason Jordan joining us here on today's episode of Locked on Blue Devils. And that brings us to a close here on this Thursday. TJ Power, another one indeed that we've got joining the Brotherhood. Back at it tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.